Hello. Welcome back to Anna Taylor Radio. I'm Anna Taylor, and I'm your host for today, as usual, talking about what most don't. <clears throat> we got another interesting episode today, whether you're listening to this podcast uh, through the Anchor website or uh, any other popular platform like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or watching this on my YouTube channel, which is Anna Taylor Radio channel. Yes, you got to type in Anna Taylor Radio channel, space channel. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> today is an interesting, yet serious topic. And despite, I just, disclaimer, okay, and I, sh- I shouldn't even have to say this, honestly. Don't judge me. Do not judge me. And just either agree to disagree or, you know, approach listening or watching this with an open mind, open heart, open soul, especially an open mind though. Um, and this is from my point of view and my own personal experiences. So, you know, regardless of popular belief or uh, despite what, you know, people might disagree with what I have to say, that's okay. Agree to disagree. That's fine. This is from my point of view, my opinions, my beliefs, and my personal experiences. But the topic for today, the episode title is spirit after suicide. Okay. What happens to spirit or someone's spirit after they commit suicide? You know, um, first of all, uh, this is what I'm going to go over in this podcast, uh, today is suicide awareness, uh, what to do when someone is suicidal, uh, suicidal thoughts and tendencies, someone's final moments, once spirit, spirit has transcended, what happens to their spirit and what can it manifest when they attach to others and how to cross them over? So um, as far as suicide awareness, okay, uh, if you listen to these episodes, um, it, I believe it's after this episode is over, there should be some resources available. So if you or someone you know is suicidal, please reach out for help. There is help out there. Call the suicide hotline, write, get a pen and paper, write down those resources, okay? Um, there's people there to listen. And you know, always reach out to someone. If someone's not available, reach out to another person. If they're not available, reach out to another person. Just keep reaching out so you find somebody. If you can't find anybody, call the suicide hotline. It always helps. The first step is to just talk to somebody because sometimes it's all somebody needs is just to be heard, you know, whether they know you or not, they're there. They care enough to spend their valuable time to sit down at a phone and wait for you to call so they can just hear you out. So, all right, let's get into this. Uh, What to do when someone is suicidal? Well, I'll tell you one thing, and this is personal experience. Do not call the cops. The cops make things worse, okay? Unless it is a dire situation, if they are armed with a weapon, and no, they are not armed with a weapon to harm anybody else. The only time that they're a harm to anybody else with a weapon is if anybody tries to intervene, okay? That's the only time they're a harm to anybody. They're trying to harm themselves, Okay, regardless, they're trying to harm themselves. They're trying to take their own life. They're not trying to hurt anybody else. They don't want to hurt anybody else. But if you intervene with when they have a weapon, that's when somebody can get hurt. Okay. But as far as cops go, 
you know, unless it's a dire, dire situation, they got, I mean, they like you walk in, they got a gun pointed to their head or a knife to their own throat or a knife to what, where, whatever, whatever weapon, and they got it on themselves and they're about to do it, you know, to keep you from being injured, hurt, or even killed, you know, that would be a time to call 911. All right. Because honestly, and we have to change this mental health, uh, the, the stig stigma behind mental health, the stigma behind suicide and things like that, the way the law handles it is absolutely pathetic, mm -hmm. embarrassing, and disgusting. Okay. Cops do not know how to handle these intense suicidal and mental health crisis and situations. They don't. Okay. What they do is they put you in handcuffs like you're a fucking criminal. And then they, they force you, they force you into a mental hospital. They, they send you to the emergency room first to be evaluated and then they evaluate you and, you know, they put down the facts. Well, they, uh, there was a noose around them or they had a weapon or they weren't armed or whatever the case may be. And then they go from there, they evaluate you and then decide if they want to put you, which most, most times they do, <clears throat> they'll send you to the local or closest, uh, mental health facility and they'll. Uh, depending on your state laws, which if this ever happens to you, when you get to that facility, the first thing you want to do is ask for your rights and responsibilities, a copy of your rights and responsibilities, and see how long by law they can detain you. Here in Virginia, where I'm at, they can only detain you for up to 72 hours. That's it. 72 hours. That's it. They have to let you go after that <clears throat> by law. <clears throat> so know, know your rights. And responsibilities as a patient okay that's very important but other than that okay let's say the person is, is suicidal whether they're thinking about it or whether they're planning on doing it whatever okay how do you approach them what do you say what do you do right first of all approach them in a calm manner like look i'm here for you and let me tell you something i don't care if you got to go to work i don't care what the hell you have to do Okay. If the universe puts you in a situation where it just so happens that there's a person around you or that, you know, is in their moments, uh, uh, you know, in their head, they're suicidal or they're wanting to attempt it or attempting it. Okay. You need to do something about it. The universe chose you to intervene. Okay. Especially if they're unarmed. And just approach them calmly and be like, just stop what you're doing. Cause it only takes really just a few minutes. Okay. It really does. And just take a moment and be like, look, man, look, woman, girl, whatever, you know, I'm here for you. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to hug? Don't touch them. Do not touch them without asking first. Would you like a hug? Would you like me to get you some tissues? They start crying. Tell them, you know, reassure them. Be like, look, because this is true. Tell them things like, you know, man, you have purpose here. You do. And if they're denying it, no, I'm unworthy. I'm worthless. I ain't shit. My life is crap, blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of times suicidal people, it, it's due to situations. It's, it's situational there's different types of depression there's situational there's clinical and there's seasonal and sometimes it's a, it's a lethal concoction i've had all three at the same time 
I personally suffer from depression, suicidal ideation. I've attempted 13 times unsuccessfully, thankfully. Um, I won't try it again, um, but I've realized that, and this is true with everyone, everyone has purpose. If you did not have purpose here, if you were not meant to live, okay, you would have either never been born or conceived, okay? You would already be dead, you know, whether through a car accident, murder, natural causes, whatever, however people go, whatever, whenever your card is up, however you go, you'd be dead by now if you didn't have purpose, okay? No matter how shitty your life, your life is, okay? You still have purpose, period. You do. Everyone does. Everyone is here for a reason. You'd be surprised, okay? And you do matter. People matter. Everyone matters, okay? Everyone. And everyone, well, I say everyone in a generic term because honestly, in my opinion, low life pieces of shit that like murder people, rape people, hurt children, things like that. Those type of people, yeah, they need to stop breathing. But either way, um, besides that, uh, you know, generally everybody matters and everyone has a purpose and everyone is meant to be here. Because if you weren't, like I said, never been born you would have been never been conceived or you'd be dead already you know and it doesn't matter what age you are or what situation you're in you know and if you feel like a failure guess what we all fail everyone you cannot have success without failure you can't learn lessons without failure okay and what you have to do is you have to persevere and keep going and be resilient you have to find whatever power and, and, and strength within yourself to keep going. And I know it seems like when you're at the bottom of the barrel, when it's those fine, you know, like, I just can't take it anymore. Because that's what happens to people in the suicide. They can't take it anymore. They can't do it. They can't go on. Okay. They just can't. They can't suffer anymore because they are. Most people who are suicidal are suffering just by living. Okay because they're just surviving. And that's not a way to live. You know, people say, well, you're a survivor. Like it's a great thing. No, it's not good to be a survivor. It's good to be a thriver, not a survivor. When you're just in survival mode, you're suffering, consistently suffering. And that's when people just can't take it anymore. And then they go. So, you know, be calm. What do you need? I'm listening. Go ahead. Tell me, just tell me, talk to me. Okay. And give them a moment without interruption to tell you what's going on, what's in their head. Then once they finish, maybe say, can I give you a hug? Can I tell you something? Tell them, even if they're a stranger, be like, look, I don't even know you. Or if you do know them, look, I love you. Maybe that's all they need to hear. You know, because not many people hear that on a daily basis. I know I don't. When I had my kids, you know, if you know my story, I'm alienated from my children. And when I had my kids, I heard I love you every day, but I don't hear that anymore from anyone. I don't have someone to tell me I love you. I don't hear it. I tell people I love them, but I don't hear it. And that can hurt someone. It can damage someone. It really does. And um, it's hard to deal with. And, you know, like I said, some, sometimes people just need to hear 
I love you. You are worthy. You are strong. You are resilient. You will get through this. Everything's going to be okay, no matter what. Okay. Just reassure them. So that's what you do when someone's suicidal. All right. Suicidal thoughts and tendencies. All right. So when someone's suicidal, what are they thinking? Right. And, you know, surprisingly, everybody has their shit. Everybody has their issues and problems. And no matter how good someone's life may seem, nobody's life is perfect. Maybe a rare few, but whatever. Good for them. Okay. Good for them. But for a majority, I mean, realistically, realistically, I don't have statistics on me or nothing, but I mean, let's be real here. Okay. Um, many suffer. So, you know, for, for the person, average person who is mentally healthy and for those who could never even think about unaliving themselves or, you know, like how, how could someone even think of that? What are they thinking? Well, I'll tell you, I've been there. All right. Like I mentioned, they feel unworthy. They feel unloved. They feel like they have no purpose. They feel like they should have never even been born. They hate their life. Their situation may, might be crappy. You know, many homeless people happens to them. Um, they're suffering. They're hurting. They're depressed. They can't go on. And there's different situations with suicidal people as to what drives them to it it could be lifelong depression or a spell or period long period of depression and they just can't take it anymore or someone yes someone could drive them to it many a times i've had assholes abusive asshole people including family straight up tell me you should go kill yourself i hope someone kills you you know what that does to a person you know how fucked up that is to say to someone? It's absolutely disgusting. If someone ever tells you that, I'm talking to people who are suicidal out there. If you're listening, you're depressed, you had you have suicidal ideation, which suicidal ideation, by the way, is just thoughts. It's not, it's thoughts that are not acted out. Okay. But if you have thoughts, suicidal ideation, for those out there listening. If someone ever tells you that shit, don't allow it in your head. Block it because it's not and never will be true ever, ever. Do not listen to that sh that bullshit lies. Those are miserable people who are probably suicidal than themselves. Okay, who just it, misery loves company. They just want to bring you down because they're down, and they're bullies. It's bully behavior. Okay. Don't listen to it. All right. Get it out of your head. And don't let, don't think for one second that nobody loves you. Okay. Even if you're estranged or isolated from any friends or family, or you think you don't have any friends, whatever. Let me tell you something. To each human being, there's at least one person in the whole freaking world, at least one, who cares about you and who loves you and thinks about you. I guarantee it 100%. I'm telling you. And you may not have contact with that person anymore, but I tell you what, they think about you. They do. And let's say hypothetically that there wasn't anybody in this world 
while there's you. And that is enough. At the very least, it is. Yes, it is. Make it enough. You deserve to live. You deserve to be here on this world, in this earth, just like anybody else. And life is shit sometimes. That's what Thomas Jefferson said in The Pursuit of Happiness. And even in the Bible, it says we are born into a world of sin and evil. Okay? So you got to, you know, do the best you can with what you got. And it's not fair, you know, what people, some people are born into. Some people are born into a life of poverty. Some people are born into a life of homelessness. Some people are born into a life of abuse or all kinds of crap and unfortunate situations and environments. But make the best of what you got. Do, do the best you can, you know? And if you got to start over, and let me tell you something, okay? When I say start over, if you if you're like if you're thinking for one second, when I said that just a moment ago, you said, "Well, damn, I already started over. I've started over many times." Well, guess what? So have I. And I'm talking from square one. I've climbed the ladder of success, started school, started jobs, was doing good, making money. I had a car, had an apartment, I had stuff, I had, you know, a, a stable life, just to turn around and lose everything to the very clothes on my body going back to square one all over again and had to redo and regain everything so many freaking times in my life i'm i just turned 40 40 years of working my ass off to gain what i have at the very least just to turn around and keep losing it over and over and over and over. you know how stressful and depressing and, and, and aggravating and frustrating that is, it is, it, it, it's just, it's tiring, but you keep going anyway. Okay. Because let me tell you something, suicide is not the way to go. It's not, it's really not, you know, I used to be pro suicide. Actually, I used to think, well, you know what? It's my life. When people would say, but what about your kids? What about this person or that person? You know, uh, you know, when someone unalives themselves or commits suicide, you know, it, it take, it takes a toll on family and friends and things like that. And people that love you and da, 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 da. And I'd argue and be like, yeah, but it's not about them. It's about me. It's about me for once. I'm taking my life in my own hands. And I had this theory, which is true, that the only people allowed that the, the only people that bring you into this world is your mom, your dad, and God. The only people that can take you out is your mom, God, and yourself. <laughs> Maybe not your mom, but God or your maker and yourself. It's your life. And it's true. But like I said, suicide is not the way to go. So what are we thinking? Like I said, we're, we're feeling worthless. We're sick of our situation. We're sick of life. We're sick, just sometimes just sick of breathing. You know, it's just tiring even just to feel ill every day. Feel apathetic. Feel We feel lazy. We can't even get up to make our bed or take a bath or brush our teeth or even eat food or drink water or take a walk. We can't even do our dishes. We can't even pick up in the living room or or do anything say it and you feel lazy and you feel worthless i'm not good you know what 
the longer you're here on this, on this earth, however long you're meant to be here, okay, you have that much time to clean your room, to make your bed, to do your dishes, to wash your body. You know what I mean? If, if God, I'm, and don't judge me, but let me tell you, there's been times where I've been so depressed that I didn't take a shower or a bath or bathe rather, or any kind of hygiene in weeks, weeks, weeks. The longest I went without bathing one time and brushing my teeth was a month, probably longer than that. Nasty mom. Can you imagine how I felt? I felt like shit. I felt, and the more every day that went by, I felt dirtier and dirtier and dirtier and nastier. And it just made it even harder. And then finally, just one day, you know, when I go through these spouts and and spells, you know, there's just this one day I get up and I'm like, you know what? I don't have the energy, but I have, I have to bathe. I have to clean myself. I have to brush my teeth. Like I have to do something, you know, just do it. And you'll feel better afterwards. I promise you. Okay. People feel unworthy. They're unloved. They're not told that they're loved. They're not shown that they're loved. That's why it's important when you're a friend or family, check on your people, man. Check on your people. How you doing? Cinema, I love you. Just simple. It takes a minute. Text a second, a few seconds. Send them a message. Hey, man, thinking about you. I love you. Hope you're doing all right. Even if they're not doing all right, just sending a love message like that or a message of love and and thoughtfulness, just being thoughtful, just to take a moment out of your 24 hour freaking day, seven day a week, four weeks a month, 12 months in a year, just to say, hey, how you doing? Miss you. Love you. Hope you're doing all right. That's all you got to do. Check on your people. Always check on your people. Okay. Please like and comment on this video and click the plus sign above to follow Project Storm here on TikTok. Project Storm is support, advocacy, activism, and action. Thanks for all your support.